0: Hey there, I'm David Kern.
1: And I'm Tim McIntosh. And I'm definitely Sean Johnson.
0: <laughs> there was a moment there where neither of them knew exactly what to do next because Heidi wasn't there to go second. Uh, we are here because it's, it's just the guys today. Uh, Heidi Heidi's just like super busy and uh, doing all kinds of other stuff for us. So we're just going to take this one. And today we are going to be discussing here on Close Reads, a podcast for the Incurable Reader. We're going to be discussing movies and television shows because it is a preview of the 2023 close read literary bracket, which this year is concerned with adaptation. So we have the bracket in front of us and we are quadrant by quadrant matchup by matchup. Going to go through it, say what we think about these matchups, maybe even do a little bit of prediction before we do that though. uh, We don't have a lot of time. So we're going to dispense with the pleasantries that you normally would hear at the beginning of this episode. But I just want to know from, from the two of you, Tim, I'll go with you first. 'Cause you're on the top left in my Zoom screen and it makes sense to go clockwise. <laughs> I, knew um, I knew it. Do you um have a particular adaptation that you are especially fond of?
2: Yeah. Uh No Country for Old Men, the Cormac McCarthy okay. book that is made that was made by the Cohen Brothers. I think I I it's great. It's absolutely great. Yeah, I agree. And I'll that. add a close second for me is a river runs through it. The novella by mm. Norman Maclean was yeah. made into a movie by Robert Redford when Brad Pitt was still early in his career. I think yeah. it's another yes, yeah, superb adaptation.
0: Both of those on this on this bracket, Sean. What about you? Oh
1: yeah, uh, I I also have a great deal of affection for. Uh, that no country for old men film Uh, another adaptation that I that I truly love is also on the bracket and that's the Brideshead revisited miniseries
2: Mm. it's from 81 the early 80s yeah it's
1: amazing it's great
0: so we're going to talk about the bracket but I just want to kind of explain how I went about creating this list through I talked to a lot of different people. Sean was in on some conversations. Graham was in on some conversations. I had to create a few ground rules because as I was telling Tim before we started, most movies, maybe maybe even more than 50%, like truly maybe most movies are based on some kind of pre-existing IP. Adapting a book into a movie is the oldest... Well oldest concept in movies right i mean we've been doing it since the beginning of the motion picture camera so we had to narrow it down somewhat somehow and sean you mentioned a couple that missed the cut and i'm gonna make i kind of have a list of movies that missed the cut that i want to talk about yeah and they missed the cut because of one of my rules that i had to settle on has to be in english so for the Mm. sake of this conversation i decided we just can't do movies like there's if you just there's too many movies right that are based on books that are like in french or in in like <laughs> italian or whatever so that kind of helped me right. narrow it down a little bit that took out uh two very important movies to you sean i believe diary of a country priest and it oh, took yeah. out babette's feast and i just want to say and that's those are that's incredible the hardest one to lose. incredible movies i know it would pain me a little bit incredible movies based on great yeah. books and i wanted to Um, mention in particular Diary of a Country Priest because we're going to be reading that book later this year. Second rule, cannot be a comic book adaptation because that's another (laughs) bracket, right? If I'm starting to, how do you narrow down like that? that, All the Marvel, all the DC, that just becomes a whole different
1: fans. Yeah, that becomes a
0: whole (laughs) different conversation. So maybe we'll do a side bracket one day, just, you know, throwing that yeah, out there. there Maybe go. we'll do a side bracket on comic yeah.
2: book movies. Um Watchmen, Watchman is oh, yeah. an all-time yeah. comic book classic. And it's it is great. I, I I heard that the movie wasn't so good, but but the yeah. comic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Um
0: okay, here was the other factor here. I felt like there's a lot of books that have been made into movies where the book is kind of mediocre in the book and the movie becomes a classic. So Mm. my goal was that if if I was going to choose an adaptation of the book, the book has to be at least as good as the movie or have been at least as popular at some point as the the movie. So, for example, the two big ones that will stand out there are The Godfather and, say, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Those were books. Yeah. We we think of the movies, right? But when they came out, those books were massively popular. I mean, they sold yeah, yeah. millions and millions of copies. So to me that
1: that that fits. There's a lot of Yeah, there's a reason Spielberg made a movie Jurassic Park just a few years after the book came out. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. It was huge.
0: And does the movie take off and do its own thing? Yes, but that is kind of the point of an adaptation, right? The great ap- adaptations yeah. do that. Another thing that I I felt like we needed to kind of pay attention to was who this, uh, who our audience is. So for example, mm. you're not going to find a bunch of Elmore Leonard adaptations, uh, by Quentin Tarantino, you know, Jackie Brown's not on this list, a uh, fight club's <laughs> not on this list. That's not a Elmore Leonard book, but you get the point. This is a list curated for our listeners. And also that's focusing generally on books that are mostly classics. So either the book or the movie needs to be a bona fide classic to, to be on here. So here's a couple that missed the cut. I uh, just wanted to, to mention a few of these, uh, Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet missed the cut. Mm. Uh, David lean's great expectations in part because there's already a couple of David lean movies on here. That was from 1948. That was beginning his career. The Disney Swiss family Robinson adaptation, which I loved as a kid. Um, mm it's a little bit true to the book but not super true and i just went with some other kids movies instead um these two were very difficult um to figure out shawshank redemption and schindler's list so shawshank mm. is based on a novella by stephen yeah. king and a lot of people don't know that it was a book first that to right. me doesn't ex- doesn't disqualify an adaptation but it also means that I was going to choose something else. Same with Schindler's list. Great Steven Spielberg movie from the same year that he could release Jurassic park incidentally, but Oh really? Yeah. Good really? year for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I th- I think that's true, but not necessarily the Thomas Kennelly book. I think, well, who, uh, who was it? Maybe it wasn't Kenley. Uh, it's not as well known. And so for the sake of this exercise, I took it out. Those are great movies all-time movies top 50 movies ever type movies um yeah. and i had a very those are the two that i had the most difficult time with another one that just missed the cut is the 1970s true grit uh, in the end i felt like only only one i think one true grit was fair i was going to initially put the two true grits up against each other uh grits. in the round one but we didn't i didn't i went with the 2010 one because it's generally it's just generally considered a better higher quality movie um, yeah. even though a lot of people if you, if you take like john, john wayne's john Wayne. performance out yeah yeah Then let me just say this in our play in round, we had eight movies that did get eliminated as, so they're kind of like honorable mentions. We have to mention now 12 years a slave one flew over the cuckoo's nest, which is, I'm not surprised by that because it's not necessarily a book or a movie that our audience is probably thrilled by the 39 steps. Tinker Taylor soldier spy, the the BBC series, the 2020 Emma, which to me, that was a travesty Uh, weathering Heights, 2011, (laughs) West Side Story which lost out to R- Romeo and Juliet uh from the 90s which I, of course West Side is I was surprised a, by that one. Yeah, I was too. And it was it was one vote one vote different. Yeah. That Romeo and Juliet yeah. beat West Side Story. They're both Romeo and Juliet stories essentially. And then Clueless yeah. lost as well. So
1: any of those I think could viably be on on this list yeah. here. So There was there was another that I realized we didn't even talk about that maybe maybe wouldn't have made the final cut, but I'm sorry to miss it. And that's Master and Commander. Oh yeah. I think that's that's also a great adaptation. That's a great great,
0: yeah. So maybe we need to let's as we're talking about this, you know what? Like
1: we're talking about this before.
0: So we may need to make an adjustment here. So I'm gonna give you guys a veto on that. Like, is there something that we need to take out and put that in? Like I'm not going to give you power per se, but like the option <laughs> to bring it up.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and maybe I should just give you the men's, power to... season trade here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So let's start. We I've divided this up on the spreadsheet here. Everyone else will see this as the votes, but I've divided this up into regions on the spreadsheet. So let's start with our region one here. Yeah. Top left, it's green. I highlighted it in green. And let's work through some of these matchups. Is there anything, yeah. any movie on this list that... In some way, surprises you. You just have a comment on Tim. Any jump in, either of you. Or I'll just read while you're thinking, I'm... I'll read the matchups.
2: But go if you have something, go, go ahead. Go for it. No, no, no go, go for it. I'll wait.
0: Okay, so we've got uh, the 1995 BBC Pride and Prejudice starring Colin Firth and Jennifer Ely against Emma, the Gwyneth Paltrow 96 Emma. Uh, our eight and nine seeds are Henry V from '89. The Kenneth Brown adaptation was really kicked off a new a new iteration, a new era of Shakespeare. That's, that's the reason that one's in there. 20,000 leagues under the sea, which is the cast on that one. Look it up. That is an unbelievable cast. <laughs> that's James Mason, Peter, Laurie, Kirk Douglas. Um, Kirk Douglas yeah. Then we've got the wizard of Oz versus brown. Oz 96 Hamlet. We have uh Ang Lee sense and sensibility. Sorry. Emma Thompson from 93 versus Dr. Shivago, which is a hugely <laughs> underrated David lean movie, which hugely won a bunch of the cast. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the ninety-three remains of the day uh, up against Atonement, which I—I'll I be curious to know how many of our listeners have either read the book or watched that movie. But it seems to be a group that isn't fond of Kieran Knightley for whatever reason, so maybe that's not going to
1: be <laughs> popular. And then we have
0: Gone with the Wind versus A River Runs Through It. We have Pride and Prejudice from two thousand five. This is the Joe Wright quadrant here. Pride and Prejudice versus Anna Karenina. <laughs> so we get the one Joe Wright has to win did I manipulate the system so a Joe Wright has to win and everyone can be mad a little? And then um, much more <laughs> like than nothing that even versus if you Romeo and Juliet. Knightley,
1: you have to choose a Kara Knightley. Oh, believe
0: me. I uh, I chuckled my way through that one when I realized <laughs> it was possible when I was shaking
1: out all the seeds and everything. Tim, what you, what's you thinking here in this quadrant? So I think there are a couple of... Well, I, I, I went through and sort of marked what I thought would be blowouts, like runaway... Obvious outcomes. Okay, I think I think the one sixteen matchup is a is a is a done deal already. You think Pride
0: and Prejudice is going to uh,
1: walk away, b- destroy Gwyneth Paltrow's dreams? I think I think Colin Firth is going to drink all those mo- <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of oh, by the way, speaking of uh, there will be blood, which is you just qu- quoted
0: it. That was no, one right. that I thought about, but it's more based, sort of inspired by the Conrad novel than it is an adaptation of it. So that's another thing that St. I kind Clare of disqualified Lewis, right?
2: Isn't it Sorry, uh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. and Sinclair.
0: Sorry, yeah. sorry. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. But that's what it's right. like. It's more of inspired by than actually based on. So right. I took out though I didn't consider those kind of movies as qualified. Man. That's fair. We had to draw the line somewhere. That's right. Only just get to 64 here. <laughs> Tim, do you agree with that Pride and Prejudice is just going to
2: Yeah, I think it's going to win pretty handily.
0: Any
1: other blowouts yeah, over there? So I am interested uh, in. I'm, I'm glad that Atonement got put against Remains of the Day. Uh, I think I think they're punching at at similar weights there.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you really? I I've uh, read the book. I have not seen the movie. Atonement. Atonement. Yeah, and I really yeah. like the book a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, at least in tone, I think they're they're a good match.
2: Yeah. It's um,
1: an all-time great tracking shot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious about the Wizard of Oz Hamlet matchup. Uh, that's going to be a Because close one. this is sort of beloved uh, cinema gem versus, no matter how you slice it, it's Hamlet. <laughs>
2: and it's a great Hamlet. For and it's me, a great Hamlet. I think yeah, it's Mel Gibson, work.
1: right? No, that's Kenneth Branagh. This is the Branagh one.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually not that wild about that one.
1: So oh,
0: there you go. Th- so we thought this is what I actually had a lot of. Har- I had a hard time with, and you could
1: do. There's a and lot. We of Ham- almost had eight Hamlets.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of Hamlets you could do. There's the Ethan Hawke Hamlet. There's
1: the Lawrence Olivier yeah. Hamlet. In the end, I went with we, Kenneth Branagh and I went with the Lion King. I was going to say we did get one yeah. other Hamlet on here, and it's the Lion.
2: King. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I mean, do we need to have a debate on this? Do we need to kick out the Branagh Hamlet? We have a couple other in and, and let him as our Shakespeare expert.
2: I, I really don't think that is Kenneth Branagh's best movie. Here's what it is: I think it gets a lot of credit because it's full length, it's full because script. it's yeah. Kenneth Branagh, and it's just like it—it it meets the epic quality and tone of Shakespeare's epic. But I don't think it's that great. I just so, don't think it's that great. I, I would put Andrew Scott's. Version, which is a stage version, not a movie version, Whoa. but they made a really well edited. We stage. We got to v- talk
1: about this another time.
2: because okay. I've so many questions now. Well, oh, I love that performance so much, and I think Mel Gibson's. I think Mel Gibson's yeah. Hamlet yeah, Gibson's is, is fantastic.
0: Yeah, well, and then the, we could consider the
2: Lawrence Olivier one, which now that is, I'm yeah. a minority. Cinematically, I don't think it's that great. <laughs> I think Lawrence I Olivier think, is great, but I get yeah. so bored. He's so. Yeah. Yeah dithering and and also can i just like sorry while i'm on this i'm like the shakespeare yep. guy. this is why you're here yeah he prologues the movie oh man by saying this is the story of a man who could not make up his mind and you're like <laughs> that's what the story is about you're just gonna go you're gonna like Just put this like narrow interpretive frame on this masterpiece. No, and now every high school teacher teaches it that way. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. So,
0: so it sounds like maybe you want to switch out the 1990 Mel Gibson Hamlet for the Branagh one. I would, I would make
2: that choice. Where were you on that, Sean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I could I go along with that, especially since there's already a brand uh, Shakespeare movie. There's, on in fact, there's list. two yeah. there's two on this list. Oh, yeah, that's right. Much
2: Ado yeah, and Henry V. And,
0: and mm-hmm. I would say both of those are better than the Hamlet one. I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do that then. So now we have Mel Gibson's Hamlet against The Wizard of Oz. Um,
2: what do you guys Which, think of the Sense and Sensibility Dr. Chivago matchup? I, it's, I, I, can I say something about Region 1 as a whole? Yeah. This, there are so many good movies in here. This is the group of death. You know how like in, <laughs> in have the a World of death. Cup, you'll you'll it was four it. teams in a group and yeah. you'll get like the Netherlands, Brazil, Croatia, and some poor, you know, <laughs> some poor yeah. team that's just, you know, it's like they just hated Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. They, they made it. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. But like the three teams are just like yeah. all world class. This is, the group of death for me, yep. Region One. There's yeah. so many yeah, great are, movies. These are there. heavyweights.
0: And yeah. and did they?
2: Do they do that?
0: Do they say that that's random? They say that. Is it random? Probably not. I also <sighs> I'll I just forget, stick to- David.
2: You have this deep streak. Says um, the bracket organizer. Um, oh, I know. I, I said you have what this I said. Deep skepticism streak about like <laughs> anything. Wait, wait, what's the word that I'm missing? Um, you're a. You're a little bit of a conspiracy theorist.
0: <laughs> um, it's not the conspiracy, it's just anytime someone comes out and has to say we we definitely made that random, it <laughs> it it makes me question a little bit. Because ultimately, look, it's all about the money and the drama, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. If dollars That's make right. sense. Well,
0: so So okay, Uh, gone with the wind versus a river runs through it. Tim, I need your thoughts on this. I I, because I personally think this could be a upset. I might be. We might be. I think so too. It might end up being a blow
1: away just because of the Gone with the Wind reputation, but yeah. But I think I either way. I think it's going to be a kind of. Some people are going to think it's an upset. I think. I think either outcome is going to come out of the blue for some people. Like I'm sure that there are. Die Hard, Gone with the Wind fans, uh, and also Die Hard, Died in the Wool, River Runs Through It devotees, uh, we're going to be equally heartbroken. And so I'm trying to put myself in the other category, in the other, on the other side, because uh, I have a, a, a clear favorite in this matchup, uh, but I don't know if, uh, if my outrage will be justified if (laughs) if it doesn't win
0: Tim in the Joe Wright matchup Pride and Prejudice or Anna Karenina
2: you're an Anna you like that Anna Karenina don't you I love that Anna Karenina and I defy anybody who's like you can't there's no way Anna Karenina it's like there's no way you can you can't you can't make it into a movie which is the reason why the 2012 version is so great it does not attempt to make Anna Karenina into a movie that's right
0: what about he the does much something but- different?
2: No, I love watch the it. much do about nothing. I love the much do about nothing. Um,
0: I, so I think you could there could be a very interesting much do about nothing versus Pride and Prejudice matchup match down the line here. I think I see that, and icon. I could see it being a little closer
1: than what people might think. People love that BBC Pride yeah, and Prejudice, but yeah, those two I think the same strong like super pack. <laughs> yeah. The behind Pride and Prejudice is also would also get behind Much Ado About Nothing. So that could be an interesting matchup. Tim, what's your favorite of all these eight matchups? Most interesting to you.
2: I think Sense and Sensibility versus Dr. Zhivago. Yeah, I'm curious about that one. Because Sense and Sensibility is five-star. I think it might be perfect. It is so great. And Dr. Zhivago is like grand and sweeping. Mm-hmm. Is this historical moment. It's it's it, it, incredibly underrated, though. When it came out, it was a huge, huge smash. You know, it's like
0: the fourth bit most popular box office movie ever, or like Is something it really? like that. Something, yeah, something crazy high. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know how that works for like inflation and yeah, you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But they had Julie Christie and David Lean yeah. movie. I mean, Alec Guinness, Omar Sharif, yeah, won a oh, ton man. of. Oscars,
2: It's so beautiful.
0: Um, Okay, so your prediction, Tim, for this group, who comes out?
2: I think Sense and Sensibility is going to come out. It combines Jane Austen, a crowd favorite, with all of the great movie-making prowess of Hollywood. And I'm also kind of playing our audience a little bit. I think our audience (laughs) knows, like our audience probably saw this when we were relatively young i'm speaking also of myself and probably fell in love a little bit i think it's i think it's superb
0: yeah just go check that cast yeah and the yeah. direct the direction here's why who i do think you guys,
2: who do you guys think is coming out of this bracket
1: i i'm not saying that this is who i necessarily want to see right. but i if i were a betting man i'd put most of my money on pride and prejudice mm. yeah it's gotta be like a minus 300 favorite yeah,
0: mm. Colin for if We're it, talking you know, in betting all
1: terms.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably true. I'm with Tim, though. I think Sense and Sensibility is a better adaptation. I also oh, think yeah, it's better. Like, it's more cinematic. It's more beautifully made. It's better yeah. acted. Pride and Prejudice is beloved because there's not a truly cinematic version that everyone can get yep. behind. Yeah. Unlike Sense and Sensibility. It if someone the made the Sense and Sensibility movie, then Pride and Prejudice, like, of that, people will be like, okay, BBC... We like it, but this is just, you know, but you only, every, people have their problems with the Kieran Knightley one. So, uh,
2: okay, hey, now before we leave Kieran Knightley, can I just throw out a theory? Yeah. I think this is actually probably testable, empirically testable, and verifiable or deniable. I believe that no one can both love Kieran Knightley and Reese Witherspoon.
1: You oh. either
2: can love one or the other, and I think it might even be so hardwired—the physics of this might be so hardwired that I actually think if you like Reese Witherspoon, you in turn hate Keira Knightley. If you like Keira Knightley, you in turn hate Reese Witherspoon. It's but kind not of a, because
0: there's a rivalry between them. Just no, because not at all. If you're the does Keira the, Knightley does kind the of person. Work?
1: If you dislike Reese Witherspoon, is that going to necessitate that you? That part like I,
2: I won't stand for, no. I think that you <laughs> okay, could, okay. in theory, hate both, but you cannot love okay. both. And if you love okay. one, you must hate the other. But I you see. can, it, it, somehow, the magnetic fields of my theory hold that you can't have two negatives. You can hate them both.
0: <laughs> We're going to need some people to jump into the comments on this thread and yeah. let us know how they feel about this question. Yeah. So... Sean, you think Pride
1: and Prejudice is going to win, but who do you want to win this group? Well, I would love to see... I think that four thirteen matchup, I would be happy to see either Sense and Sensibility, Sense and Sensibility or, or, or Dr. Mm-hmm. Chabagno come out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd really... I'd also be... This would definitely be kind of a sleeper upset uh, in some ways, but I would also be happy to see Remains of the Day. Oh, it's so good to yeah. come out of this one. Yeah, To you me, know, that's like a so classic good. six seed in in
0: movies yeah. where it's Classic like it 6 seed. It doesn't have the reputation to be like a 1 seed
1: uh in terms yeah. of it, does, it being renowned it does but it's things, so good. It does things uh as an adaptation that even better films don't do well. Like the, the book is so subtle mm-hmm. yeah, and the yeah, movie yeah. does such a good job of capturing that subtlety. I just, I can't praise that movie enough. It's so great.
0: Okay. Let's move on to region two here. Let's, I'm going to, I'm going to read
1: these while you so you guys have a chance to think, uh, and we'll probably
0: move through this one kind of quickly. Uh, we yeah. got broadside revisited from 1981, the BBC series, uh, that, that Sean mentioned earlier up against a passage to India from 1984, another, uh, very acclaimed, uh, multi Academy award-winning movie. We got Roots, the miniseries from 1977 up against Children of Men, Alfonso Cuaron's 2006 uh, uh, adaptation of the P.D. James novel. We have Fantastic Mr. Fox, one of uh, my favorite movies and Graham's favorite movies up against Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. One rule that I set for myself was you can't say a whole series of movies like you can't have a whole (laughs) franchise be included. Like you can't say all the Lord of the Rings movies or all the Harry Potter movies. You had to choose one. Uh then you've got Jurassic Park against Casino Royale. So we got some some popcorn fare there. Um exciting adventure type movies. We got Ben Hur up against the 1953 Julius Caesar which is the Marlon swords Brando and sandals. Marlon Brando Julius Caesar. So we've got yeah, swords and sandals there. Then we've got the 2019 Little Women which took so, so a couple of years ago up against Spielberg's uh adaptation of Alice Walker's 1981, I think 81 or 82 novel The Color Purple. Then we've got uh, Tim. I think you're a big fan of this, right? The War and Peace miniseries from 2016, up I'm against not, the lion. Oh, you're not a I'm, fan. of that. <laughs> I'm a fan.
2: I mean, I, I am such a nerd. I'm a fan of the Russian War and Peace, which was oh. done as like a rival to Hollywood. But it's in Russian, right? But it's in Russian, and okay. the so it doesn't qualify. Is, so just the little the story about it is, they asked the director. Is it true that *War and Peace* your production had one hundred thousand extras? <laughs> and his answer was, "No, let's not exaggerate. <laughs> we had ten thousand extras." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, as far as like ten the thousand. size of the Napoleonic Wars, they kind of they kind of captured it anyway. Mm. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah. i mean So that's up against *Lion King*. Everybody knows about the Lion King. Hamlet adap- uh, ha- adaptation of Hamlet. Then we've got uh, Lonesome Dove, the miniseries which is considered by many to be the greatest miniseries ever made uh, up against the 2011 adaptation of Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. I did consider, by the way, The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, the Richard Burton movie from the 60s. Yeah. But I felt like we oh, yeah. oh, can only have two or one like adaptation That's in this. Um, so what, what do you think about this bracket here? Any matchups stand out to you? Who do you think is getting through?
2: I, so that 314 matchup, the 2019 Little Women versus mm-hmm. the 1985 mm-hmm. version of The Color Purple, it's such a hard matchup because The Color Purple, the movie, and the book were such watershed moments, yeah, socially speaking. But the movie's not that great. It's just, <laughs> it's not that great. People were pretty disappointed when it came out. It's got Steven Spielberg and Whoopi Goldberg. Is that right?
0: yeah spielberg made it oprah
2: yeah. oprah winfrey is in it also yeah. it's like yeah that's right everyone was just so excited about it it just should have been stacked yeah right right they had a loaded team and it just ended up being not that great which and, is why it's a 14 seed which is why it's a 14 seed and jurassic park is just a great movie oh wait hold on <laughs> hold on hold <laughs> no, on you're looking at I, little women I, i'm jurassic jurassic park is, is up women. against casino
0: royale little women that little women i think is incredible It's incredible. It is. It's incredible. It's so
2: good. It's so good. So I just think for me, I'm going to vote for the Little Women just based on the quality of the movie, even though there have been tons of Little Women. And there's not like a watershed. It's not a watershed movie. It's just a great movie. Yeah. It's just a tough one. That's a tough one.
0: This is actually a hard bracket for me because if *Brideshead Revisited* got through, I wouldn't be upset. If *Children of Men* right. got through, I I absolutely love yeah. that movie. But Roots also, is incredible. Also,
2: *Children of Men* against *Roots*, the miniseries from <laughs> yeah. 1977, another absolutely Watershed. social yeah. landmark, yep. and it's, it's also good really good.
0: Yep. Yeah, Yep. it's got uh, Pa from *Bonanza* in it. Oh yeah, LeVar Burton Lauren, and yeah, Lauren Green and LeVar Burton and. Um, so, Sean, what,
1: what matchups stand out to you? Uh, so that that Roots, Children of Men, one uh, is going to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna sweat over that one. Yeah, will we'll sleep over that one. Uh, I really, I, I think that uh, we definitely ended up with the strongest Harry Potter movie in this bracket. But uh, I don't also think,
0: Alfonso Cuaron, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's why it's the strongest Harry Potter. Movie. If if it beats Fantastic uh, Mr. Fox, though, there's a problem. That would that would be an in outrage. That would be outraged. I'd love to see Fantastic Mr. Fox make it out of here, uh, but I I understand like, objectively that probably it doesn't have the best shot. I don't know. There are there are a lot of man. This is this is uh. It's hard to it's hard to pick here. It's even hard to anticipate. There's some there's some strong movies in this game. The
2: number two Lonesome Dove miniseries versus the 2011 Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. That one's yeah like one of those has to lose and I'm going to be heartbroken over that because those <laughs> yeah. are, I love yeah. both of them so yeah. much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Ben Hur. what do you guys think of Ben Her, Julius Caesar? I mean,
2: just, I, you, that's Ben Hur. Yeah. I, I think that Julius Caesar, I've, there's no bigger fan of Marlon Brando. I love Marlon Brando. It's not the best Julius Caesar for me. And Ben one is like a Do you like Titanic. the Charlton Heston? I love the Charlton Heston one.
0: Did Julius? That's Julius Caesar? Yeah. With, no, no, so no, aren't this? Are, aren't we talking about the same movie? Charles oh Heston's wait, not, he is. No, Charlton they, Heston is. No, no, no. He's Mark it, Antony. They're two different movies.
2: Are they two different movies?
0: Because Marlon Brando plays Mark Antony. Julius, Mark. They both play Mark Antony.
2: What? I, I thought just, Charlton or, Heston played Brutus. It's like a Mandela effect thing for me. What's what's so, the what's the Mandela effect thing?
1: Where where you think that you remember? something in your childhood that's actually not that way so okay in the marlon
0: brando one from 1953 it's marlon brando as mark anthony john Gielgud as cassius and james mason as brutus gosh that's great that's such a strong cast that's that's this one
1: you're totally right
0: the Charlton heston one is a is a different cast
1: (laughs) john Gielgud's in that one too
0: right and that and that one, it's Jason Robards playing Brutus, John Gielgud as Caesar, You're uh, right, and then yeah, Robert Vaughn. So that one's 1970, I believe.
2: I think Christopher's a better movie.
0: movie. Now, what, what was the movie that you guys were considering, you were saying needed, didn't get on here? Oh, Master and Commander. Maybe we, well, I mean, I'm open to replacing Julius Caesar with Master and Commander. Ooh. I would, be, we, for I would be for Commander that. Because Master and Commander is wonderful. Yeah. Right, let's Let's put that on here then. I'll come in and add the year later. Um, Ben Hur versus Master and Commander is also a great matchup because there's both lots of ships. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Ships and rowing and sea battles. Okay, let's move over to. Well, well, okay, let's say who do you want to get
1: through this and who do you think is going to get through? This one might be a little harder to predict. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, I really am sort of duty bound to, uh, to pull for Bride's Head here. Uh I really do love that that series. The only concern expect, would be that not enough people will have seen it. I that's that's my worry too. You should take this opportunity to go see it right now, folks. Don't watch the other movies in this uh bracket. Just watch the <laughs> series. Uh Jeremy Irons, Anthony Andrews, it's uh Change Your Life. I I suspect that we will see something like Jurassic Park or Roots come out. I might like, I might give those I might give those some
0: I wouldn't be surprised some if Dove has like a enough people, but I think you're probably right. It's gotta be something that's got I don't know how many of these are gonna be super beloved. I wouldn't be surprised given the if little women
2: came out. I yeah, I have true. a bold prediction here, guys. Okay. okay. I happen. think we're gonna have a late round matchup <laughs> between Brideshead Revisited and the Lion King. Yeah. And the Lion King, the ten seed, is gonna go to the final four. So we're going to have a That's Pride a and Prejudice prediction.
0: versus your prediction then it's Lion King versus Pride and Prejudice,
2: and at that point, Pride and Prejudice goes to the championship, right? I could see it. I could see it. Me. What too. What if we have
0: Lion King versus Fantastic well, Mr. Fox, and then it's just like two animals matched up against each other? Oh, like, oh man! For the sake of time, let's move on to Region <laughs> Three here. Yeah. So this is uh, this is the yellow region top right for the for the if you're looking at <laughs> the spreadsheet. So here's the matchups there: To Kill a Mockingbird versus Les Mis, the 2012 Les Mis. <laughs> the big sleep up against The Shining. Uh, I had to include The Shining because that book was is just enormously important in 20th century literature. You know, like yeah. kind of reinventing gothic horror literature. And also, a, it's a Kubrick movie. It's a Kubrick movie. It's like, you know, it's an incredibly important movie, actually. Then we got Dune, the recent Dune, not the original movie Dune, versus Strangers on a Train, which is a Hitchcock movie great adaptation apocalypse Mm -hmm. now which is an adaptation of heart of darkness uh up against uh watership Watership down Down. which is just an absolutely hilarious matchup uh i just (laughs) thought that was delightful here's another delightful one rebecca from 1940 up against muppets (laughs) christmas carol (laughs) i just think that's hilarious and then here we go no country for old men up against bridget jones's diary which won in the playoff round the playing round to enter in as a 14 seed here's a fun one the Princess Bride up against Babe, which most oh, yeah. people maybe, maybe don't realize is an adaptation of a very popular novel, middle grade novel. Um, yeah. And then The Fellowship of the Ring up against the 2005 adaptation of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on these matchups? What do you guys got? Tim, what do you got? You go first.
2: I am going to alienate our entire listenership right now yes. and make a bold prediction. No, no, it's not a bold prediction. It's just an observation. And I'm going to attack that most sacred of all idols, nostalgia, and say The Princess Bride is not a good movie.
0: (laughs) You and Nat Bianco.
2: It is not a good movie. (laughs) Like, I think, like, I get it's quotable, and you saw when you were 11, and it was so charming. It's it's just not good. And do you also think Dumb and Dumber is not a
0: good movie? What's that? Is Dumb and Dumber not a good movie too?
2: No, I think Dumb and Dumber is actually kind of almost great. Would have I don't been a good movie. I should have put it in there as an
0: adaptation of The Odyssey. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Also, I really considered uh, um, The oh, Brother, or, were, or brother, or brother were, were, though. But. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, Tim. Sorry. So, the best movie for me of the bunch is No Country for Old Men. I just can't see it making it out of this region. I think the competition I feel the is just the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think that we might be in for a duel between our top two seeds, To Kill a Mockingbird and yeah. The Fellowship of the Ring. The yeah. Fellowship of the Ring is gonna like the Fellowship of the Ring versus the Line the Witch in the Wardrobe should be such an like an overpowering dominance by oh, yeah. the Fellowship of the Ring because the poor Line the Witch in the Wardrobe like <laughs> such a beautiful incredible book such a bad movie so anyway i think we're gonna see a one versus two matchup to kill a mockingbird versus lord of the ring to go to the final four that's so my prediction you
0: want to hear what i'm terrified yeah. of Ooh yeah second round rebecca versus no country for old men because i'm just gonna <laughs> oh say gosh
2: that would kill me There's
0: so great right. the problem here and i say this with it's all due respect to our listeners i'm just gonna say it there's a lot of women on this show who really love, who listen, uh, who listen to the show, who really love that Rebecca movie. And listen, Tim might be right. No Country for All then might be the greatest adaptation of any movie ever made. It might be. <laughs> and it's going to be a tragedy when it loses in the second round. We are going to be in, in, in a deep state of mourning for the rest of the tournament.
2: And I want to say, I, I love that Rebecca. I think too. I love hey, it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Most of the time. Sean, I cut you off. Oh no! I, I and
1: maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, off base, and this is unfounded. But I actually suspect Rebecca's gonna lose in the first round. Do you Muppet's really? Christmas Carol? I think Muppet Christmas Carol, it's the so greatest fun. Christmas Carol adaptation ever made, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna uh, come out. I think. I think this bracket has, or this region maybe has the most. First round blowouts of any of the region, uh, regions we have. I think there are the most obvious runaway contests uh, in this first round in mm. bracket through region three. Maybe
0: so. So if you could have any out of each quadrant, this would be my hope. The big sleep would come out of the top one. Apocalypse Now would come out of the second one. Mm. No country for old men would come out of the third one. And then probably The um, Fellowship of the Ring. So it'd be The Fellowship of the Ring versus No Country for Old Men. And then you'd have Apocalypse Now versus The Big Sleep. Because to me, Big Sleep, Big Sleep is just, I yeah. think, one of the greatest crime movies ever made. It's completely incomprehensible yeah. in a way that, it, that great crime movies are. And it's all about mood and tone and Humphrey Bogart. So uh, that would be my... my <laughs> so what are your... Say no more. So what you guys think, To Kill a Mockingbird versus Fellowship, Sean, where were you at? That was what you said, Tim, right? What'd you say? You said to kill a mock. Tim said to kill a mockingbird versus fellowship, right?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. And, and fellowship is probably dominant in the bottom there. I, although if we got a fellowship versus country for old men, could be interesting. That could be a tough one. Yeah. Let's move. Let's do region four. that's
2: yeah. so yeah. we can, so can split in the there. Let
0: Tim go region four. the matchups are the Godfather yeah. versus the hunt for red October. Yeah. My Fair Lady, you know, the famous adaptation of Pygmalion up against the 2009 Emma, which is a apparently dearly beloved movie among close to these listeners. Then we've got the 2010 True Grit versus the 2010 Great Gatsby, which is um, a complicated movie. Uh, then you've got the current. This is the only current adaptation as far as the series go. Adaptation of all creatures, great and small, which let me tell you is just delightful. I've heard uh, You it's should really be watching great. it if you're not. It's delightful. It's just wonderful. Uh, up against the 2002 adaptation of Count of Monte Cristo with uh, Jim Caviezel and Guy, uh, Guy Pierce. Yeah. Uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 77 up against Charlotte's Web. Disney's Robin Hood uh, of Fox Robin Hood fame up against Mary Poppins. And then the 1990s Winona Ryder starred Little Women up against the 2018 *Lame Miz, which actually was on here twice, wasn't it?
1: No, so this is the, oh, the, this is the musical yeah, *Lame Miz. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, the 2012, yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. And then the Anne of Green Gables series w- from 1985, which is, again, just astounding. Incr- really good. So good. Up so, against so, so the 2011 good. Jane Eyre, uh, straight from the Moors. What are we thinking about this one, Tim? <laughs> I, if, you, if you need to go, Tim, give us your thoughts
2: and then you can bounce. I really want The Godfather to make it through because it's the, it's the American movie. It's maybe the, it's, you know, top five movies ever made in American cinema. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid it's going to lose to My Fair Lady in an upset <laughs> in round two. which <laughs> On a last-second
0: buzzer beater. On a
2: last-second buzzer beater. <laughs> and I am going to be really sad, but I'm not going to be heartbroken because, I'm, I mean, I love My Fair Lady. What a great underdog. Yeah. But I think it's going to be one of those two against Anne of Green Gables in to go to the final four. And I think Anne of green Gables is going to pull out the win and I'll be happy about that. I'll be happy yeah. about that.
0: And yeah. Anne of green Gables making it to the final or even winning the whole thing. I would I, not feel like that's unjustified neither. at all. Yep. No.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's John. a very likely possibility. I where, think if where we do get, you stand? Uh, I'm in a similar place. I think, uh, I think I think the Godfather is going to burn it down there in that first round. And uh, probably I'd I'd like to see I'd like to see Disney's Robin Hood. uh, I love that movie. Come out of that that third group. Uh, But I can imagine also an Anne of Green Gables
2: uh, Godfather matchup. (laughs) Can you can you would you bet Godfather or My Fair Lady? If you just had to do it head to head, you gotta what, put your money on one. What would we other, pick, Sean.
1: or what are we thinking will win? I would I would pick Godfather because I would think even people who might be bigger fans of My Fair Lady would feel the weight of right. Godfather. Right. And and the pick cinematic, it out of, for duty's sake. You know? yeah, it's, it's right. the American yeah. Iliad.
0: It is. <laughs> even if you don't <laughs> yeah, love the right. Iliad, if it's up against your favorite novel, you're like, ah, I could probably ah, pick the Iliad. Iliad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. Um, what so? What are your um? What's your favorite matchup in this in this one? Ooh, uh, I
1: like the I like the five twelve True Grit Gatsby matchup. Uh, I think I think True Grit is a better film and a better adaptation, but the uh, I like the idea of pitting them against each other. The Gatsby movie is, uh, well, what is the Gatsby movie? Um, Excessive it's a lot.
0: and dramatic. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, I can't uh, believe there's two Baz the Luhrmann movies on yeah. this,
1: honestly. I know. How do you do that? Uh, he just keeps making movies about books. They get popular. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, I think the contrast in tones, I like that they are movies that came out the same year. Uh, I think that was a fun matchup. Tim, what's
0: your uh opinion on
1: the 611 314 matchup
0: I was quadru- just
2: looking at the 611, 6, yeah. The many Mary Adventures Poppins. of Winnie, Winnie the Pooh versus Charlotte's Web for pure unadulterated nostalgia. I really want both of those to go through. <laughs> I I would vote Charlotte's Web though. Charlotte's Web. Mm. I'm not going to claim it's it's, you know, some brilliant home. But it's, it's not Casablanca, no. It's not no country <laughs> for old men either. But it's, it just tugs at my heart, and it's such a beautiful story yeah. that it's going to break my heart that one of those is going to go out. Which would you choose, the Robin Hood versus Mary Poppins? I'd choose Mary Poppins. Not me. <laughs> really? I, I don't choose... think
0: Mary Poppins is a good movie, so.
1: Ah, oh, see, I'd choose Robin Hood, and I'd feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> But Rob the Disney's Robin Hood is like that
0: is one of the two or three movies of my childhood. My dad loved that yeah, movie. White we watched Wars. it a lot. Yeah. My kids love it. You know, yeah. I suppose yeah. Family Robinson was another one that didn't make the cut here. Because it's it's kind of like there's a lot that they they don't in a lot of ways that movie's not that that purely great, but it's a lot of fun. That yeah. like Disney, you know, from the seventies, the tree houses
2: and all that. Um I would okay. call it a rollicking good time. Yeah, Roll I think that's a great time. phrase for it
0: okay tim what final four are you hoping for not are you predicting
2: okay yeah this is i mean like if i could choose what i wanted out of all of these movies right what would i choose yes gosh this is gonna really reveal a lot about me isn't it uh yes a river runs through it in region number one okay okay L- Lonesome Dove, I have like such masculine taste. Lonesome the Lonesome <laughs> Dove mini series, okay? Out of region number 2. So
0: far, horses and fishing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, No Country for Old Men. Horses fishing and desert walking and murder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say The Godfather. I just love The Godfather for out of round 4. There is like yeah. that's the most adrenaline filled like waistcoat wearing murderous final four that anyone okay. could have chosen. let's say
0: that you have to do the same exercise but you have yeah. to choose quote-unquote girl movies and like okay. that's a Ooh. i i love these quote-unquote girl movies but i'm just using the phrase right. you you, you ha- yeah. can't be oriented now, am i choosing what like just what the ones you love the most of of the like less if i was oriented. a female or just, just the ones you like the most, you personally now, that aren't those action-oriented adrenaline movies?
2: Sense and Sensibility out of region number one. Okay, Brideshead Revisited out of region number two. Gosh, this is so hard. To Kill a Mockingbird out of three. Mm-hmm. My Fair Lady out of four. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Sean, you do the same thing, and then I've got a question for both of you that I want to wrap up with
1: both
2: both versions?
0: Uh well let's I don't know. Are you gonna do a hyper masculine first version? I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, I I think maybe mine's more uh more middle road here. Uh I think uh region one yeah, region one is the hardest. Uh I would I'd taken remains of the day, region one. Okay. Region two, brides head revisited, region three. No Country for Old Men, and Region Four, Region Four, Anne of Green Gables. Okay.
2: it's oh,
1: yeah, it's so it's great, great. It's a great, it's great list.
2: It's a great yeah. list.
1: These are
0: all. I think there's a lot of really good movies in this list. Okay, now yeah. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give mine. But while I say that, I want you guys to think about the answer to this question. Okay. Okay. There's four regions here you have to choose one movie from each region that you recommend people go watch if they haven't seen mm-hmm. it. So if mm-hmm. they haven't seen it, they have to go watch that movie from the region. While you're thinking yeah. about that, I'll give my choices. So I would go with, um, for region one, I think I might actually go with Much Ado But Nothing, which is both mm-hmm. a lot of nostalgia for me and I just think is it's my favorite Shakespeare play. I, I, it's, I think it's hilarious uh, and, and great time. Um, for region two... It would be very tight between me for me between uh the Lonesome Dove series and the new little women, which I really like. Region four, uh I love The Godfather. Like I think it's some days it's my favorite movie, and I love that new All Creatures Great and Small, but I just I think the Amber Green Gables series as an adaptation is something that needs to be yeah remembered into the next millennia. Yeah. Yeah. And then in region three. I would probably choose No Country for Old Men, but I think there's I'll, there's a lot of movies in that list on that bracket that I love. So, uh, Tim, what you got for the movies so that you would we're recommend?
2: Choosing, like, are we choosing based on movies that we think have not been seen? I was sort of thinking that...
0: Yeah, keep, yeah. just choose the movie. If someone hasn't seen it, like, yeah, you can you can kind of interpret that however you want. It could okay. be, I think this movie's great and you need to watch it if you haven't seen it. It could be probably not enough people have seen this movie. Like, you kind of interpret it however you want, but one from okay. each quadrant.
2: So, yeah, Region. I'm going to go based on movies that I think have not, don't have the viewership that they deserve. Okay. Region number one, I'm going to go with Remains of the Day, 1993. Okay. Emma Thompson, Anthony Hopkins, it's quiet it's subtle the first time i saw it i was like i don't get it man they're just like (laughs) english people and then the second time i thought that's one of the best movies i've ever seen in my life and i've stood by it um gosh region two i'm gonna say the modern little women 2019 Mm. I don't know that many people went and saw it. It's so much fun. It's so paced. Anyway, it's great. I love it. Region three. (laughs) Say the shining. Say the shining. (laughs) I'm going to absolutely swerve here. I think the new Dune is great. Here's my, I do too. It's just half a uh, movie though.
1: It's only half a movie. It's only Agreed. half an
2: adaptation. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, couldn't you say the same thing about The Godfather?
0: Yeah, fair, fair, enough. Yeah. fair. yeah, yeah. And also, technically, The Lord of the Rings—if you want Fellowship of the right. Ring—want yeah. Yeah. to yeah. publish that yeah. the way Tolkien yeah. wanted it published. Yeah. yeah. And then what about Region Four?
2: Mm. Oh, the hunt yeah, for Red yeah. October, by the way, is much well, it's better
0: much better movie than people remember it. it's so good yeah, it's yes. really great i, I Do think people not
1: remember it as a good movie <laughs> i
0: felt like we had to have a couple of just like popcorn because that book was hugely like i don't think people understand how popular thing. that, yeah, that book and that movie yeah. was coming out yeah, Tom... of
2: like right before the fall of the soviet union or right after the fall of the berlin wall yeah and it's this like all this cold war stuff going on sean connery alec, sean, sean connery, connery a young alec baldwin but I'm going to go for because I think a lot of people have not seen it because it's just a little bit older. Anne of Green Gables, the miniseries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if
0: someone takes their weekend and they watch Remains of the Day, 2019 Little Women, Dune, and Anne of Green Gables, that's a great. That's a great, that's a great weekend great for you. Couple well, double features. Well, you're there. welcome.
1: <laughs> okay, Sean, what what weekend viewing party are you putting together here? Okay, uh, some of, some of my first instincts. Tim has already mentioned, so I'm going to revise my list a little bit. Region one, I would say Doctor Zhivago, uh, because Doctor Zhivago, I think, is uh, has name recognition, but it also has this unearned reputation of being kind of a stuffy movie, hmm. uh, or it may, it's just long. It's a long movie, and so people think, "Oh, Doctor Zhivago," um, which means that you should probably ignore all that and actually see the movie. Yeah, uh, because it's <laughs> phenomenal. I think uh, again, the region two the Brideshead revisited miniseries is probably mm. one that fewer people have seen, perhaps, and uh, it's really worth especially because now there is a a more recent feature film adaptation uh that which you know it is not on this list <laughs> <laughs> which uh, we don't we don't speak of uh it, there were some things about it that were okay, but it was not great, but then they took out Julia's whole scene at the end. Oh, man, listen, the whole... Yeah, they 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 did a lot of things. Region three, Strangers on a Train. Uh, I think you should go see... Bold. Hitch, Hitchcock Bold, Strangers Sean? on a Train. Yep, that's right. I'm coming out and saying it right now. It, uh, I also think... A, I read the novel for the first time this year. Amazing movie. And uh, I, I have been a huge fan of the movie for a long time. And I finally read the book that it was based on by Patricia Highsmith this year. And it was also uh, phenomenal. Uh Go see strangers on a train, and then Region Four. I, true confession, I've only seen one episode of All Creatures Great and Small. What uh, to date, however, that was that's enough for me to commend it to everyone. It was so delightful. Uh, I look forward to to when I'll have the opportunity to watch more and i think that you should join me uh in, <laughs> in doing that. you know how i
0: don't you need to keep watching bethany and i watched it recently and once you get into it it's pure pleasurability or it's pure pleasure factor just like the delightfulness of it and oh, the sort of uh joyfulness of it even though it's not yeah. all like happy all the time is yeah. addictive it's and i i it's also just beautiful to look at and all that yeah. tim's got to go so tim thanks for joining us here on this um, my
1: pleasure happy trails
0: we uh I, well i guess i should i'll give my so what well, you said okay you said all creatures so yours is dr shivago bride's Head, strangers on a train all creatures now yours with the two mini series takes a few more hours that's true ten, but, yeah um i'll say um i'm gonna say we'll go watch a river runs through it mm-hmm. uh since that hasn't been mentioned yet um you know what? I might say The Anna Karenina because how how much Tim like insists that you know that's the way to do that movie. Um, I'm gonna say if you haven't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, go watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh yeah. Um, and you can watch that one with your kids. I would say, I mean, if you haven't seen The Shining and you are up for creepy stuff, I would you could watch The Shining. But I would probably and you said Strangers on a Train, so I'm gonna say yeah. if you haven't seen if you haven't seen Apocalypse Now, you got to watch Apocalypse Now. I mean, that's a bleak-ish movie. Don't watch the full director's cut if you don't... Or, like, don't watch the newest director's <laughs> cut. Right. Um, I don't know. That's a tough region for me to know what to say without Strangers on a Train. Big, yeah, big. Yeah. Well, watch The Big Sleep. I think it's kind of a masterpiece. Um, mm-hmm. But, it is, yeah, watch The Big Sleep. We'll say that. Less people will have seen that than Apocalypse Now. And then in Region 4, right. I'm going to say, yeah, watch All Creatures Great and Small, but watch... Um, Watch the 2010 True Grit. If you've never seen that, it's a great rollicking time and it the language in it is great. It's super true to the book. Great cast, great acting. And I think you could watch that with, you know, older kids too. Like you could watch that with your older like young teens, older kids. I don't yeah. think there's
1: anything maybe yeah, it's that maybe a little bit of like, violence, but sure, yeah. It just occurred to me, I had a question because I think we talked about this before but I can't remember what we said. The what I'm missing here uh, is an adaptation. Uh, well, any any Graham Greene movie. And uh, I, did we talk about The Third Man and rule it out for some reason? Yeah, we did, which is
0: on some days my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> so, it, otherwise, it would be like, I mean, do you think it belong? I mean, it's kind of a novella and not a lot of people know about
1: it. I didn't even know that it's a book. Like, it's not his. Yeah. That was well, kind of, I think, maybe why we ruled no, it out. No, maybe that's what it was because he he wrote the wrote the novella as a film treatment right he wrote yeah so he, he he wrote the screenplay and all that yeah yeah he set out to turn it into a movie so maybe maybe that disqualifies it it's actually a good good book but it's yeah it is there's also the end of the affair
0: um i would you, do you think we need to replace something with with a graham green no
1: no i i I, I just talked myself out of it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the reason why we discussed uh, yeah. the third man. I mean, you know how yeah. I love the third man. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, even Our Man in Havana is pretty good. But it's not. It's great. Burl Ives and Alec Guinness. Yeah, but it's not of the caliber that the third man is. I mean, the I third man is one of the five to 10 greatest movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. It, I just, agree. it just is. Well, yeah.
0: our goal is at the end of this, depending on what gets chosen, we're going to do some kind of watch along with the winning movie so you can press play at the same time and we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk our way uh through watching it like we did with uh the uh wait which one was that persuasion oh the persuasion that we did but that one was a hate watch so this one we're gonna do a love watch so Uh, hunt for red
1: october is sounding pretty
0: good now isn't it (laughs) folks yeah so uh we'll have you know by the time you're listening to this it's up and you can go vote but um. Yeah. W- w- this was a fun, uh, a fun bracket to make, and hopefully you had a great time. We actually have some other bracket ideas coming up over the next few months, in addition to this one. So you're going to see some more, some more options for some, some more uh, of these sorts of things. But Sean, thanks for doing this. As always, my pleasure.
1: Uh, all right, go vote. Leave your opinions in the comments <laughs> early and often. Yeah, let
0: us know uh, what mistakes we made, of course, and, and the ones that you liked, as you as you will. Uh, with that, for Sean Johnson, for Tim McIntosh, and for Heidi White, I'm David Kern. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, happy reading and happy watching.